This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. Brought to you by Aqua Systems and GAF Roofing. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. All right. Good Saturday afternoon. Rich Ors here, your host of Ride at Home with Rich. And wow, you know, it has been an eventful week for sure. Some crazy storms in St. Louis. Obviously, the building collapsing. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. In Florida. um, So, hey, that gives us lots of information to share with everyone. And thanks for tuning in with me today. And, you know, with the storms we've had lately, I want to share some info on how to inspect your home for storm damage, Um, you know, something that is very important. And, you know, I'll also uh, have my out and about segment, some short stories uh, about what I see kind of running around out on the road. Um, We can also discuss um, the pros and cons of remodeling versus uh, moving right now in the industry right now. There's definitely some different pros and cons than maybe there was a couple years ago. And we can touch 
on uh, the room that not enough of us have, but we all want that, that laundry mud room. The advantages of adding one of those to your home could be a great thing. So stick with me for all of that. And my right at home hack, did you know that, you know, water will eventually evaporate out of your drain traps and let that awful sewer gas smell out and back into your home? Well, today you can learn from my hack how to stop the water evaporation in those trap drains. So, but don't forget, of course, today, this is your day to call in with any questions that you have about your home. I am here we got the full hour, the next hour right here for you. That is our main goal. So call in with any stories, any questions, anything going on around your home right now for the next hour, 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. And, you know, I want to I want to start out right away with this building that, you know, um, collapsed in, in Florida and and some of the things that that kind of what what causes that and you know what they're what they're finding out and and so first I just want to say you know my heart goes out for the more than 150 I think now people that are missing that they're still working so hard and looking for and digging through the rubble and you know I heard this morning they had like a smoldering fire that they had to put out and slowed them down and so definitely what what a horrible horrible tragedy um and, and you know my emotion has gone from mad that you know wow they saw this stuff and why didn't they do more but then i get you know i flip to i understand it's a slow process you know when you look at things you don't necessarily know from the outside in exactly how bad you know that that is and even for us you know if we look at a house that has some cracking and settling and, and and things like that on a home and, and you kind of say well we see these things doesn't look that bad i don't think you have much to fear but i think it's something you should definitely look at repairing and and, and stopping any further damage and stuff but how do you know there's not 10 foot of missing ground underneath that in one area or something you really don't so it, it is definitely hard to comprehend figure out know and understand and and divulge all of this stuff but, you know, to understand when that building fell, you know, that they had been looking and inspecting that building. And there was a report from 2018 from an engineer that basically said there was some major structural damage beneath the pool deck and it was beneath the, the concrete pool deck. And it was, you know, it had concrete deterioration um, all around the parking garage structure, you know, basically underneath that that pool area um, and it's a 12-story building on top and so you know the looking at those structural stuff they wrote up a 84-page report that talked about what to do to repair it you know how bad it is stuff like that and and really they gave that to the condominium board they came up with this plan to repair and and you know rebuild this structure and, and make sure it was fine and, and do all the necessary repairs it was going to take a long time but um, they were supposed to start that this year which is you know about a day late and a dollar shy but it, it's very unfortunate but you know it kind of rolls into that fact of you know mother nature doing her job you know it's our job we're trying to build these structures we're trying to 
to keep your houses warm and safe and standing and and not, you know, and it's her job to literally, you know, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, you know, basically deteriorate that, bring everything back around, renew everything. So everything we built, we're trying to keep there and we're trying to keep sturdy and we're trying to keep there for you. So there's, you know, a lot that goes into it. And, and, you know, here at Mosby Building Arts, you know, I know residentially it's a lot, you know, smaller scale of the magnitude of, of uh, a 12 story, you know, 130 apartment unit, you know, building. But this is exactly why we look at these types of projects as a team. This is why we look at it up front because, you know, there are things out there that exist. Um, like it literally says a design flaw in the waterproofing system underneath the the pool deck um so there are things called design flaws that you know some of us that have worked in the field that have you know went through schooling about how to build a home scientifically and stuff we can foresee and catch and you know get in front of some of these things up front there's building flaws i mean there's things that happen from a carpenter like me as you're working as you know you're building and and you know, doing things, there's just things that, that can happen too on that end that other people are trying to look out for and make sure that things get put together properly. That's where kind of the engineers step in and different things like that. How do we work it? How do we hold it up and, you know, everything else. So, you know, it, it's a big unfortunate thing, but it, it looks up front at how do you go through that design? Who studies this stuff with you? How many people look at it? And do you have any, any flaws, you know, in there prior to even starting construction? And what I just heard on the news is, so now they're, they're already starting to look at another building that was built at the same time. And it was designed by the same designer of the building that collapsed. So now they're, you know, all the red flags have just went up. The city's starting to look into any building that's 30 plus years old and making sure that they're being inspected and what those reports are, are showing. And they're starting to step in a little bit more to start to make sure and, and try and help and, and protect, you know, all of their residents and everything. But yeah, red flags across the board when you have another one done, probably done the exact same way. Yep, they need to send all hands on deck over to that building and really start figuring that thing out. Absolutely, for sure. So, again, you know, what a horrible, horrible tragedy. And, you know, my heart goes out to everyone involved. And, you know, I just hope everything turns out as well as it can for, for everyone involved, including including all the, the rescue workers and and all those heroes and everything down there trying to get through the rubble and everything. Hopefully they find and have some good news for us in the couple next couple days to come. So for now, let's get into our first break. And if you have anything going on around your home, any stories, any comments, any questions, feel free to jump in on the action. 314-241-9797. And when we come back, let's get into 
a little short segment of On the Road with Rich and some things I've seen while running out and about. We'll be right back. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Back. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich, brought to you by Aqua Systems and GAF Roofing. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. All right. Good Saturday afternoon. Rich Horace here, your host of Ride at Home with Rich. And wow, you know, it has been an eventful week for sure. Some crazy storms in St. Louis. Obviously, the building collapsing in Florida. Um, so, hey, that gives us lots of information to share with everyone. And thanks for tuning in with me today. And, you know, with the storms we've had lately, I want to share some info on how to inspect your home for storm damage. Um, you know, something that is very important. And, you know, I'll also uh, have my out and about segment, some short stories uh, about what I see kind of running around out on the road. Um, we can also discuss... Um, the pros and cons of remodeling versus uh, moving right now in the industry right now. There's definitely some different pros and cons than maybe there was a couple years ago. And we can touch on uh, the room that not enough of us have, but we all want that, that laundry mudroom. The advantages of adding one of those to your home could be a great thing. So stick with me for all of that. And my right at home hack, did you know that you know, water will eventually evaporate out of your drain traps and let that awful sewer gas smell out and back into your home. Well, today you can learn from my hack how to stop the water evaporation in those trap drains. So, but don't forget, of course, today, this is your day to call in with any questions that you have about your home. I am here we got the full hour, the next hour right here for you. That is our main goal. So call in with any stories, any questions, anything going on around your home right now for the next hour, 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. And, you know, I want to I start out right away with this building that, you know, um, collapsed in, in Florida and, and some of the things that, that kind of what, what causes that and, you know, what they're, what they're finding out. And, and so first I just want to say, you know, my heart goes out for the more than 150, I think now people that are missing, that they're still working so hard and looking for and digging through the rubble. And, you know, I heard this morning they had like a smoldering fire that they had to put out and slowed them down. And so definitely what, what a horrible, horrible tragedy. Um, and, and, you know, my emotion has gone from mad that, you know, wow, they saw this stuff and why didn't they do more? But then I get, you know, I flip to, I understand it's a slow process. You know, when you look at things, you don't necessarily know from the outside in exactly how bad, you know, that, that is. And even for us, you know, if we look at a house that has some cracking and 
settling and, and, and things like that on a home. And, and you kind of say, well, we see these things. Doesn't look that bad. I don't think you have much to fear, but I think it's something you should definitely look at repairing and, and, and stopping any further damage and stuff. But how do you know there's not 10 foot of missing ground underneath that in one area or something? You really don't. So it is definitely hard to comprehend, figure out, know and understand and, and divulge all of this stuff. But, you know, to understand when that building fell, you know, that they had been looking and inspecting that building. And there was a report from 2018 from an engineer that basically said there was some major structural damage beneath the pool deck and it was beneath the, the concrete pool deck. And it was, you know, it had concrete deterioration um, all around the parking garage structure, you know, basically underneath that, that pool area. Um, and it's a 12 story building on top. And so, you know, the, looking at those structural stuff, they wrote up a 84 page report that talked about what to do to repair it, you know, how bad it is, stuff like that. And, and really they gave that to the condominium board. They came up with this plan to repair and, and, you know, rebuild this structure and make sure it was fine and do all the necessary repairs. It was going to take a long time, but um, they were supposed to start that this year, which is, you know, about a day late and a dollar shy, but it's very unfortunate, but, you know, it kind of rolls into that fact of, you know, mother nature doing her job. You know, it's our job. We're trying to build these structures. We're trying to, to keep your houses, warm and safe and standing and, and not, you know, and it's her job to literally, you know, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, you know, basically deteriorate that, bring everything back around, renew everything. So everything we built, we're trying to keep there and we're trying to keep sturdy and we're trying to keep there for you. So there's, you know, a lot that goes into it. And, and, you know, here at Mosby Building Arts, you know, I know residentially it's a lot, you know, smaller scale of the magnitude of, of uh, a 12 story, you know, 130 apartment unit, you know, building. But this is exactly why we look at these types of projects as a team. This is why we look at it up front because, you know, there are things out there that exist. Um, like it literally says a design flaw in the waterproofing system underneath the, the pool deck. Um, so there are things called design flaws that, you know, some of us that have worked in the field that have, you know, went through schooling about how to build a home scientifically and stuff, we can foresee and catch and, you know, get in front of some of these things up front. There's building flaws. I mean, there's things that happen from a carpenter like me as you're working, as, you know, you're building and, and, you know, doing things, there's just things that, that can happen too on that end that other people are trying to look out for and make sure that things get put together properly. That's where kind of the engineers step in and different things like that. How do we work it? How do we hold it up and, you know, everything else. So, you know, it, it's a big unfortunate thing, but it, it looks up front at how do you go through that design? Who studies this stuff with you? How many people look at it? And do you have any, any flaws, you know, in there prior to even starting construction? And what I just heard on the news is 
So now they're they're already starting to look at another building that was built at the same time, and it was designed by the same designer of the building that collapsed. So now they're you know all the red flags have just went up. The city's starting to look into any building that's 30 plus years old and making sure that they're being inspected and what those reports are are showing. And they're starting to step in a little bit more to start to make sure and, and try and help and, and protect, you know, all of their residents and everything. But yeah, red flags across the board when you have another one done, probably done the exact same way. Yep, they need to send all hands on deck over to that building and really start figuring that thing out. Absolutely, for sure. So, again, you know, what a horrible, horrible tragedy. And, you know, my heart goes out to everyone involved. And, you know, I just hope everything turns out as well as it can for, for everyone involved, including including all the, the rescue workers and and all those heroes and everything down there trying to get through the rubble and everything. Hopefully they find and have some good news for us in the couple next couple days to come. So for now, let's get into our first break. And if you have anything going on around your home, any stories, any comments, any questions, feel free to jump in on the action. 314-241-9797. And when we come back, let's get into a little short segment of On the Road with Rich and some things I've seen while running out and about. We'll be right back. And now, here's Rich's Right at Home Hack. All right, here we go. My Right at Home Hack. So just so you understand, every drain in your house, underneath there's a trap that holds water and it prevents sewer gases, you know, from flowing up into the air that you breathe. Um, But if you've had maybe a shower that's been abandoned since your kids moved out or a floor drain in the basement that really never gets used or water in it, that that water can eventually evaporate. It'll let that stinky and even dangerous sewer gases up into your air. Um, so the solution is to put a few ounces of oil into that water. So dump a bucket of water down that drain. It'll refill the trap. Then you can add oil on top of that. So the floating oil will form a seal over the water and it'll help prevent or slow down that evaporation rate. So I would recommend using um, baby oil or a plain unscented mineral oil. You could use any oil, but, you know, food oils, vegetable oil, canola oil, things like that can kind of get rancid over time and you'll eventually want to clean it out and redo it. So the non-scented mineral oils will hold up a lot longer and not cause any other problems. So, hey, I hope that's good for you. And if you have those drains, put that in there and get that taken care of. If you want to hear this hack again or any of my weekly hacks again, you can find them all on my social media pages every week. Rich Oris Mosby for Facebook or at Rich Oris for Twitter. So we are going to start right now on 97.1 Talking about how to inspect your property after some of these storms that we've had. So anybody from Facebook, jump in to 97.1 with us. And for everybody else, we're going to get right into this storm damage stuff because, boy, have we had some really crazy storms out there, right, in the past week. We've had, you know, three or so 
um, really bad. And last night there was a bunch of bunch of rain and storms and lightning again. So you know, and and typically a storm is forgotten pretty quickly once it passes. Um, not a lot of people give a lot of second thought to what might have happened or you know trying to find any any damage around. So you know, a lot of homeowners often fail to inspect their properties after storms. Um, and really when you haven't seen anything on the inside, they just don't really think there's any reason to suspect there might be a problem, but there could be, and it could be something, you know, from the damage that you just haven't seen yet. And it could take you weeks or months to even, you know, see the damage starting to come in the house if you haven't seen it immediately. So it, it is really a paramount importance after a storm to just take a quick walk about and really, you know, just measure up the area, look at everything, take your time, go slow and really inspect not just your home, but your whole property and, and everything around. So last weekend, you know, I, I saw my neighbor pick up the top of their, their light fixture on one side of the garage and, and put it back on top of that light fixture, literally blew right off that exterior light fixture. So so as you're thinking about it and as you're looking and as you're walking around, you know, the roof, of course, is your most vulnerable thing for storm damage. Every time it's going to be the first thing you want to inspect, the first thing you want to look at. And really, some of the things you want to pay attention to are tree limbs or other large debris, you know, landing on the roof. So and if you see something there, it's a good idea to to try and get that off of there. And if you can't, maybe call a professional to come get that off of there because I've, I've seen it several times where there's a pretty, you know, not not huge, huge branch or whatever laying on the roof. And they said, yeah, that happened a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, oh, well, let me jump up there and get it off. And it's literally punctured a small hole through the roof and they just haven't gotten enough rain to start seeing a leak or anything inside yet. So, Look for that. Look for holes or, you know, any missing sections of the roof. Um, when you're looking for missing sections, you're looking for like a dark, darkened kind of area. The backing is usually always black. Um, so if you have a dark roof and you see areas that are even darker or more black than, than maybe the color of the roof, you could have some missing or damaged shingles. So look for like the metal pieces around your walls and chimneys that connect to the roof. Make sure they look down and tight and normal. And of course, walk around the interior of the house. Look for stains, you know, on your ceilings, on your walls, things like that. When you're looking at your walls of your home, you know, checking your siding or stucco, it is difficult sometimes to notice the damage that might be possible on a wall. But you're looking for any type of cracking or chipping you know, in like the stucco, um, you really on, on, on stucco or like an EFIS system, you got to really watch for numerous small cracks that are kind of radiating around like in, in kind of a spider web pattern. Um, that means the backing of that system has, has damaged to it. Maybe something hit the house or, you know, it has damaged. So there could be some repairs there, but of course, look for, you know, breaks or holes in the, the stucco structure um, look for the same thing, like the metal around things, over doors, over windows, over brick. Make sure that's still all good and in place. Look for any cracked wood or any loose or or flapping or blowing around, you know, vinyl siding. Um, so you really, 
got to look closely at those walls. Your soffit and fascias, you know, you're you're basically looking for, you know, loose gutters, hanging gutters. Are they sitting straight? Um, looking for any metal missing on those fascias where it might have blown off on the gable end. And, of course, on the underside of the soffits, you really want to look for areas where that soffit material, that vinyl or aluminum soffit material will lift up and kind of push under there and just cause a spot where eventually the next storm, it might actually blow it all off the house. So you want to get that repaired. You know, checking your windows and inspecting all the windows around. The obvious, of course, you know, shattered, broken glass. You're going to you're gonna see and notice that right away. But the things to really look for is denser cracks in your window frames. Look very closely at that. Holes or tears in any of your screens. And, of course, look for fogging between the panes of that thermal, the thermal glass. Because um, that, you know, you can lose that seal during these storms with the high winds. And, you know, if it's racking or kind of shaking that window or the hard thunder and it really shakes that window, you know, that's when you can start losing those seals and you'll start to see the fog in between those panes. And when that happens, you're, you're losing your, your energy there. You're losing the ability to really keep your home comfortable and everything for you. So, you know, another place I highly recommend people looking is crawl spaces. You know, not many people think after a storm to look inside their crawl space. So if you have maybe an addition on the home or a section of the home that's a crawl space, or if the whole home sometimes is a crawl space and there's no basement, but there is an area underneath the house, look in there, just check in there. You know, I, I actually had a, a client that I went out and saw years ago that, that had some issues with their hardwood flooring on the first floor of the house, um, just expanding and contracting, and they were getting all sorts of gaps in the boards. And the flooring company that put the floor in said, you know, this is, this is humidity. There's too much moisture in the house. Your humidity is too high. You know, it's, it, this has nothing to do with us or how we installed it or anything like that. And they, so I'm out there looking at this condition with the floor and I'm, you know, they're like, well, the whole house is on a crawl space and well, can I take a peek in there? And they're like, yeah, it's in this closet. So they start pulling all this stuff off the floor of the closet and we open the, the trap I, I go to get inside the crawl space, and, and as I go to go down, I, I notice there was like 18 inches of water in this. I couldn't even get in it. It was at least a foot of water completely filled up in this entire crawl space, which is horrible for the footings, the foundation, you know, and, and obviously they had a lot of, of water problems going on. They had no idea. Well, the humidity level in that house from a foot of water being underneath it, uh, you know, like you got to start something pumping this stuff out of here, like right now and start getting, you know, foundation specialist out here, you know, Helitech, somebody like that to figure out, get a sump pump working and control this water. And, you know, so, so how we do crawl spaces is really different these days when we build rooms like that to help prevent that stuff. But you know, not all crawl spaces have it. So after a storm, peek your head in there if you can and just take a look around and see what you see. And then kind of survey the rest of your property. Look at your decks, your rails, your fences, you know, look for any kind of splintered or broken wood. 
you know, look for debris. When you're looking at your trees, um, think about, look up into the trees. There could be branches, you know, large branches that kind of broke off and they're still kind of up in the tree and that tree may really need some, some help getting that out of there to prevent future damage and just to survive, you know, more years over the long haul and keep it healthy. Um, and like I said, with my neighbor's light fixture, always inspect all the light fixtures around your house. Look at them real close. Any water features, any any vents, um, your air conditioning units, look at them real good. Make sure they're not, you know, damaged, nothing fell on them, anything like that, you know, happened around them. And, of course, during the storms, after the storms, inspecting your home, one of the biggest things obviously is downed power lines. If you have overhead power lines and they do come down, you want to rope off about a 30-foot area around that. You want to stay away from that. Make sure no one touches any of that. Call the power company. Call 911, whatever it takes to get that area secured and to make sure people stay away because downed power lines are still live and cause more damage and death, you know, to anybody coming too close or anything like that. So you definitely want to stay away from that. So um, I think we got one segment left here. We're going to get into our final break. So again, if you have anything you want to discuss, talk about questions to ask, we got one more segment left. You can get in on the fun 314-241-9797. And we will be back right after these messages. All right, we are back. Final segment, blowing through this like always, having a great time. My favorite hour of the week. I get to, you know, and it's it's really because I, I get to help so many people, like a whole community. You know, I run around and I, I help, you know, one or two people at a time or one household at a time and stuff like that. But I love getting information out there and just really trying to help the whole community if we can, you know, and, and, and what's going on. So, so your, your questions and things like that just help bring up topics that maybe we haven't thought about or that, you know, maybe people have areas of concern and everything. So again, you know, the rest of this segment or any Saturday, 12 to one, feel free to give me a call. 314-241-9797. We love going over your topics and, you know, a, a big topic that we have right now that comes up quite a bit, you know, when, when discussing remodeling projects and, and great things to do and keeping people in their house is, you know, the, the reasons to remodel right now and or the question of should I, should I remodel my home or should I move? And, and you know, I hear a lot of conversation about, the housing market and how much you can get for your home. And, you know, I was, I was just going over some work with, with a client and, you know, they were hoping to spend X amount of, of dollars on, on, you know, getting their home the way they wanted it. They had another company come out and was like, well, it's, it's more than that. It's kind of like a Y amount. And, and, they got me out and was talking some more and I'm like, well, but we haven't thought of this and we haven't thought of that. And there's other things that could happen. And, you know, so you really could in the end truly end up at like this Z amount, like even, even more than you thought. And she, you know, started into, well, maybe I just sell this and, and move and, 
and go somewhere else and find stuff with, you know, maybe things that are already there or, you know, it's already set up for me. And I'm like, well, that that is definitely, you know, an option. And, you know, you do have to think about where you're at and, you know, because a lot of the reasons to remodel your home, you know, is really about your commitment to that home and, and how, you know, do you really want to be there? Are, are your kids young? Is the school right? Do, do you love the neighbors, your church, all the different surrounding things with that neighborhood, with everything about where you're at? You know, you, you literally get emotional ties to this stuff, and, and that's when it really becomes, you know, a better thought to remodel sometimes than actually moving. But, you know... Um, on the other side of the spectrum, then you get people that are like, well, but I'm getting ready to retire. My kids have moved away. So I want to go out towards Arizona to be closer to them and different things like that. And all of a sudden, yep. Then, then the reasons to move start to surmount. But if you're just looking at it in today's housing market and economy and all this stuff right now, you know, I'm looking at having a conversation with her and saying, well, think about this, you know, every real estate agent that I've, that I've spoken with in the past year or better has talked about how everybody is paying anywhere from $20,000 to $50,000 more than the asking price of a house to get in to purchase a house. So uh, I'm kind of looking at this scenario going, you know, and that, and sometimes that even exceeds the actual appraisal of the home. The home's listed for 300,000 it appraises for 300,000, but someone gave an offer for 330 just to have the ability to buy it. So that money is out of pocket. You're not getting that back. You're not, you know, it's just, out of pocket for the right to be able to do it. So I'm, you know, I'm kind of saying you really need to think about that because if this job is $30,000 more and you're going to spend anywhere from 20 to 30 to 40,000 just to get into a house possibly plus the cost of moving plus all the other costs that that'll be in, incurred during that um in how you move your stuff and you know, when you're going through that move, you're eating out more, you're doing different things that, that cost more money on top of just the move and the different things. I'm like, really, you, you could possibly end up spending more to move than the extra it's going to cost you to get that right project for you to get that done. And then if that really puts the house in a position where, you are dedicated and you can stay a long time and all that, then you, you over years, maybe you have the, the ability and the opportunity to get some of that back for yourself because you've been there and the market's changing and the values are truly rising. So your appraisal goes up. You're not asking somebody just to pay more because there's a shortage of inventory right now. Um, and, and, you know, I hear a lot of people talking about just, just because of the value, it's like, wow, you know, I'm, I should probably just consider selling my house just because I'll get so much out of, out of it. And it's like, yeah, that's awesome, isn't it? Now where are you going to live? You're going to pay more for wherever you're going. So unless you're going to go somewhere and rent, that theory, I, I just don't feel that's going to work out for anybody because I think you're going to be spending more 
to get into the same or lesser of a home than you're possibly in right now. So there's a lot going on with that, and there's a lot to, you know, consider in that in thinking about do you stay, do you move, do you remodel, and everything like that. And the other thing I would advise that I talk to people all the time when they do this comparison, and I speak to a lot of people that take that move or remodel comparison and they go and they look for that that move model. And basically they come back and they're like, okay, now I'm ready to remodel because what I did was I took the cost of my home and what I can get for it and the cost of the remodel and I added them together and I went searching for a house that was that amount. And what happened was I either ended up where I didn't want to be in a neighborhood I didn't want to be at too far from here, not close enough to there, maybe not in the right school district, but also the houses I found needed remodeled. So now I'm getting a bigger house. I'm getting more than what I need, but they also need to be remodeled. So how, how, how am I in an advantage in, in doing something like that? You know, basically I'm just spending more buying time and waiting for that next remodel to come about. Cause a lot of them are older and outdated and are going to need things. So, you know, there's a lot to think about. I advise everyone, feel free to call us, have us come out have us look at some of these things. We can advise some really great things. You can call Mosby Building Arts at 314-909-1800. You can check us out online at callmosby.com, C-A-L-L-M-O-S-B-Y.com. See how we can help you out. So, hey, had a great time. I want to thank Max for calling in with the question. I appreciate everybody, and uh, hopefully it was good information. And everybody be good this week. And I will look forward to talking to everybody next week. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.